Morning, handsome. Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters in sunny Oakland, California. I'm Lee Singer-Golden, and this is your Morning Handsome. Brought to you by MorningHandsome.com and LiberalGuiltRadio.org. This week on Handsome, we talk about January Jones. Who wants to be her baby's daddy? Apparently, no one. Vladimir Putin is said to be Russia's president once again. Is it cool to hate Russia once more? Saudi women can apparently vote in the next election, says the king of Saudi Arabia, as long as they vote for the king. Texas has reset its priorities on the death penalty. The last meal is abolished, but executions are apparently still palatable. HPV vaccines are shown not to cause mental retardation, but Michelle Bachman does. The new Muppet movie, will it underwhelm as well as its predecessors? It's the first one to not have Frank Oz in it. How will that spell out for the Muppet characters? We won't be talking about Palestine this week because, you know, we want to have fun and still be friends. Um, Sean Connery stops by to creep us out. We have a presidential roundtable and more this week on Morning Handsome. I'm your host, Lee Sanger Golden. Today's co-host, Sean Moses. Sean, how's it going? Uh, doing good. Happy to be here on Morning Answer. Thank you Hey, no problem, Sean. So, um, as you know, uh, this has been a, a really big week for politics. Uh, a lot of stuff has been going on. Um, Michelle Bachman came forward and said that um, HPV vaccines are known now to cause mental retardation. Your thoughts about this? Um, well, I did hear that, and, you know, she's, uh, she's not really incorrect on that one. The thing is, is that it causes mental retardation so that you'd be less likely to have sex with these girls, thus lowering their risk of HPV. Oh, so you're saying that the, the HPV uh, vaccine um, was designed to cause mental retardation because that way people who have HPV would not spread the disease? Because uh, no one wants to f- fuck a, a, a person who is um, mentally retarded? Is that well, what you mean? I mean, I wouldn't use, you know, I wouldn't use the F word there. Uh, but yeah, that's basically... <laughs> but you would use the R word. I, well, yeah, that's exactly how it works, is what uh-huh. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Well, you know, Bachman, she's been, like, pretty dominant on the... Um, uh, GOP Republican uh, presidential nominee situation. Um, I guess it's called a um, campaign season, mm-hmm. um, and and it's interesting because the uh, the GOP uh, field, you know, is is uh, so filled with um, you know winners, winners, right. Um, which is interesting because only one of them is going to win and then eventually will probably lose. Um, so, you know, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out to be a, a pretty good uh, election season. Yeah, I mean, actually, to, you know, can't get back. The reason why she had actually said this thing about the HPV vaccine is that Rick Perry, the uh, you know, possible front runner now, I don't really follow that color. He's actually doing really badly now. He's actually um, made a, a whole bunch of guffaws. Um, he said that Social Security was a Ponzi scheme. Um, I, I did hear about that. Yeah. Misunderstood, actually. Uh, Ponzi schemes are actually Social Security. Uh, most people don't know that. That uh, most Ponzi schemes that people get into, they think it's actually there to contribute to whoever's running the Ponzi scheme. But in reality, um, Ponzi schemes are really just there um, to support Social Security. Yeah. Very little known fact. The, the money gets spread out equitably, surprisingly. But that is the truth. Yeah. Well, we'll see how, how, it, plans, how it pans out. Um but you know, you know what I just saw today is um, 
the new Muppet movie. I saw the trailer for that today. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's pretty pretty exciting um, that they want to make some more money. Um, and it caught my eye because they were doing like a, a parody of um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but it was it was like the something with the piggy tattoo. Yeah. And it was like a Miss Piggy thing. And then there was a a picture of. Uh, Kermit the Frog as the Green Lantern. Um, so they're going, they're going spoof movie. Yeah, they're going spoofy, okay. and you know they're going parody again, which is. So good. are they calling it not another Muppet movie? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta like. Uh, I, I did like the X-rated scenes in uh, in the new Muppet movie. You know, going bold and really trying to capture a new audience. Mm-hmm. Wow, you, when you said Muppet porn team, my cat just like scurried out of the room. Yeah, well... She, she really doesn't want Frank Oz to stick his hand up her ass, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I have, I have high hopes for this new Muppet movie. I do want to see a repeat of Pigs in Space. Because they have rebooted Star Trek, and you know, which was the inspiration for Pigs in Space. So I feel like it's only appropriate that we reboot um, Pigs in Space. I will agree to that only if I get a Howard the Duck reboot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, looks like someone here is at the door here at Handsome Headquarters, so um, we'll be right back after this brief uh, interstitial moment of interstitialness. We'll be right back. And we're back on Morning Handsome. We're joined by our other co-host today, Hundro Ambrose. Morning, Handsome. Good morning. How you doing? You know, I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. Hang it in there? Yeah. Well, you brought a, a very nice gift over uh, to Handsome Headquarters, a, a, a snap kit model set of an AT-ST um, as seen in the um, Return of the Jedi Star Wars um, films. And, um, and Empire Strikes Back. And Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, there is a brief scene in Empire Strikes Back where you, in one shot, you do see an AT-ST walk by. Yes. It, it looks like a fly attracted to the poop of an AT-AT. AT-AT. Right. Well, it looks like Kenner wanted to sell some shit back in 1980. So, I mean, and they did. That's the brilliant thing about. And um, they also sold it in 2011. Right. That's the brilliant thing about Star Wars is that uh, not so much that it's a good movie, which it is, but that it really opened up um, merchandising um, for for films in, in the in the modern modern sense. I mean, there'd always been like comics and 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 uh, toys and stuff for. But nothing like before Star Wars. Nothing like before Star Wars. It really just like blew it up. Yeah. And uh, Lee, for our, our listeners at home, um, what's the scale of that model? We talking one to two hundred or? Oh, it's full scale. It's well, when you build it, it's the size of the actual thing in the movie. It, it, it's bigger than humans. If you're listening to this and you're not at home right now, please disregard what was just said. Yeah, <laughs> I always love that on a podcast. I say, if you're listening to this, yeah. <laughs> like, if you're listening to this. You, oh, hey, looks like we have another guest here on Morning Handsome. Uh, we'll be right back after this brief break. Bye-bye. And we're back on Morning Handsome, and we are joined by our other co-host of the day, Caleb Hoffert. Morning, Handsome. Morning, Handsome. <laughs> How you doing, pal? I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling pretty handsome. Um, handsome uh, as in a uh, 19th century pre-industrial uh, mode of conveyance. Oh, Not okay. actually, you know, attractive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> something that could be used to describe a product or, uh, you know, something non-human. 
Which I was I was specifically like referring coach. to a handsome coach. Yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, oh there's a type drawn of coach. carriage. Yeah, it's like called the called. One the person coach. here was silently nodding with his eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, good thing that silence and nodding really picks up well on these microphones. Good thing that bust of JFK is here, <laughs> watching us all silently nodding with his eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't have that bobblehead of JFK, I don't know what I would do. Speaking of guys who died, um, do you guys hear about what happened with the uh, last meal being abolished uh, in Texas for, for folks getting executed? Yes, they decided that they brought you know people were people were ordering way too much food, taking advantage of it, ordering like nearly twenty dollars in fried chicken. <laughs> um, what, what I what I really liked about that 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 news article or about this this incident was that uh, you know when you read what they they were like you know they read they list these extraordinary last meals that people had like, oh it made me so hungry just like listening yeah. I was like oh that all sounds so yeah, good I want to die <laughs> and you know it's like it's kind of like they were trying to kill themselves before they got to the chair yeah exactly yeah it's like can they is there a real death by chocolate uh-huh. let's find out <laughs> let's find out. But I mean, really, like, even if you do have two cheeseburgers and ten pieces of fried chicken and four pints of ice cream and, like, you know, a, a pizza, mm-hmm. that, that's still only, like, $40 worth of food. I mean, that's yeah. not, like... I don't, I don't really think it's the monetary value of the food. I think it's the whole aspect of why are we rewarding prisoners with whatever they, you know, want to eat on the last meal. They murdered somebody. That, they're there for a reason. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Um, I think that actually the last meal thing was because before, you know, this lengthy appeals process and new DNA evidence review, you know, you just had to give everybody a last meal because at least five of them were innocent. Right. Well, it was just like a civilized thing. It's like that's the, it's that's one of the things about, about human beings that's so funny is that we like to be civilized even when we're at our most uncivilized. Like, oh, well, we're murdering people, but at least we give them the choice of what type of food they'd like to eat before they're murdered. What I think we should start doing is allowing them to order whatever they want, and then right as they sit down to eat them, or eat the food, we come and grab them for the execution. That's <laughs> yeah. what we should start doing. Especially if they're a white supremacist asshole like this guy who died. Like, that's the thing. It's like, everyone's, like, flipping out about, like, man, what a jerk. Like, you know, he ordered all this food and didn't eat it. It's like, yeah, that was totally a dick. That was even more dick than when he, that hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> that was even more dick when he stra- strapped that black man to the back of his bumper and dragged him for 30 miles. Right, yeah. Th- this guy just, just took it to the limit. They actually were going to stay as execution until he did that thing with the food. They're like, you know what? We were going to give this, this white supremacist, neo-Nazi asshole a second chance. But then he just didn't eat all that nice food, so we're taking it into that chamber, asshole. I'm putting it down while that meat lover's pizza is still hot. I think what they should do is give them as much food as they want, but from a very limited and ironic menu. So for this guy, uh, it could only be uh, like soul food, po' boy mm-hmm. sandwiches, just stuff that, that would be really ironic and he wouldn't want to eat it. Right. He would just drag it around his cell, <laughs> like on connected to floss. Yeah. <laughs> connected to floss. I was trying to think of something that, that they would link. That they That's would have in a jail cell that you could drag something around it. But to make a chain out of toilet paper. What is dental hygiene like in jails? Like, do they floss? They actually don't allow you to have floss because they assume you'll hang yourself with it. Uh, it's like how they take away your shoelaces and belt. I, I imagine on death row, dental hygiene is probably not a big concern. Big priority. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, for most people, it's a pretty low priority. So I imagine that you know. Your death row inmate 
Yeah, can you imagine? But what else that? do you have to do, really? I mean, you can just spend 24 hours a day brushing your teeth. You just play harmonica no. and floss. You yeah, know? there's there's other things to do. There's like, you know, sharpening toothbrushes and lifting weights and you know, raping other men and curing Tom uh, Tom Hanks's uh, um, um, PP. Only if you're John Coffey. That's true. There there is a whole plethora of entertainment opportunities in jail that I just hadn't even considered. Yes, you really need to uh, broaden your horizons. You pretty much just have your solid. Your, your you have a little R and R, a little rape and reading. Well, yeah. that's really all. <laughs> <laughs> more exciting than the yeah. Well, more exciting than the rape game is the try not to be raped game. I, I find that offers a little bit more excitement. Oh, I kind of think it's. I, I always imagine it's more like who's it in tag. Like if if you're a raper, you're probably not worried about being a rapey. I, I think that lines are pretty clearly delineated. Wait, did did you say uh, rape gang? Oh, let's not get into that. <laughs> let's not let's not get into the tragic past of Tasha Yar. Um, I'm always, I'm always, always she was a Star Trek character who had like a really dark past, and um, like, they, she always talked about like rape gangs uh, rape in gangs. the show, and um, rape gangs. I, <laughs> yeah. Is a rape gang just exactly what it sounds it's like? Exactly yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> a gang of rapers. And, <laughs> yeah, and and when we mean a gang of rapers, we don't mean uh, like Wu Tang Clan. That's a gang of rappers, which so, is totally different. What's the monetary value? You know, gangs are put together so they can sell something. Not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're put together so they can take things. <laughs> like uh, like souls your dignity. And dignity. But none yeah. of them are as put together as Tasha Yar. Yeah. AKA Denise Crosby, who is who's a fine actress who made a poor career choice of being killed off in Star Trek. So so speaking of uh, language barriers, um, I was sitting down with a couple of Mexican guys the other night and we're, we're talking and, and there was another guy there who's a, a very white uh, Nordic looking gentleman, red hair, very white complexion. And he says, Oh, I really want to go down to Jalisco. You know, I really want to go visit Jalisco. And they said, No, 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 you can't go. You get, you get rapid. Rapid? You get robbed. Rapid. Oh, you get rapid rapidly. You get robbed. And, and he's like, I get robbed? And he's like, he's like No, 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 I'm okay. I'm not going to get robbed. He's like, No, 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 you get robbed. <laughs> and, and it took us like a good five minutes before we realized that he was trying to say raped. Ah, uh, yeah. That he would get raped. I wonder if that's on the uh, the CIA's uh, you know country watch list. You know, if you're traveling abroad, you want to find out about a country, you can go to the CIA's website. I wonder if that's a warning they give for Jalisco, that that particular part of Mexico. Yeah, will be raped. If you have pasty skin, you will be mistaken for a vagina. I'd like to see like what the CIA's uh, kind of like travel suggestions are. It's like it's... Wear, wear a Hawaiian shirt, keep a whole bunch of money in a briefcase with multiple IDs with all with your picture, and shoot people. Wear dark sunglasses and Bahama hats. Panama hats. It's okay. You can wear... A lot of times people wear Panama hats in the Bahamas. Mm. <laughs> it's actually like a really good place to wear a Panama hat. But if you wear a Bahama hat, a Bahama hat in the Panama Canal, they'll, they'll rap at you. Uh, yeah, it's a political statement. A, a banana hat is actually a, a euphemism for a coconut condom. Okay. Banana hat? I thought it was a, 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 no, a Bahama, Bahama hat. hat. Oh, okay. A Bahama hat is a euphemism for a condom made of coconut. Okay, because a banana hat is just like what that lady on the Chiquita banana thing wears, which is just a hat with fruit on it, right? No, uh, I think a banana hat is the, uh, the, the hat that the rice workers wear. Oh, I thought that was a rice patty hat. I, I get my Asians crossed. Is there any kind of hat that, that doesn't exist? I mean, it just sounds like I could put any word in front of hat, and it's probably a real thing. Okay, let's like, go oh, this is my TV room. hat. Let's try that. Let's, let's try go around that. the room. Okay, we'll start with you, Hanji, and we'll go clockwise. Okay, the Hoover hat. The Hoover hat, okay. Dinosaur hat? Dinosaur hat? The lazy cat hat. Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna go with butt hat. Hmm. I, I'm almost certain all of those things exist. <laughs> I am almost certain as well. I am almost certain. Oh, oh my, my near certainty is very strong too. <laughs> Hold on, let me just put on my certainty hat. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad we're all wearing our laughter hats right now. <laughs> we're gonna enjoy this. Certainty hat. <laughs> <laughs> When I think of a lazy cat hat, I, I, I immediately thought of like the lazy R ranch. And I'm trying to imagine what like what like a what like a C on its side though is just a U, so a lazy C is not very exciting. Mm-hmm. That's okay, that was my that was my iPhone. I, I kind of just imagine that it's a, a hat with Garfield on it. Ah, uh, there you go. No, like well I imagine an actual cat. Yeah, I was imagining an actual cat. It's actually Garfield. It's way better. What if the cat? What if, if if he's wearing the hat, then he's a cat in the hat with the cat hat, right? Uh, he's a cat as bum. a hat. What's that? Cat as a hat. Cat as a hat. So what else you hat. got on that list over there of things that are interesting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Like I, I'm really excited about Vladimir Putin coming back to be president because oh really? He's you want more Putin? No, no, no. Not not from an actual world policy perspective because you know he's an awful man. But I just mean from a like Russians being bad guys in movies and comics kind of perspective. I I really like it. I like my world leaders to be shirtless in a stream, just like grappling <laughs> with a huge yeah. trout. Has anyone seen that photo? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just that I'm just so sick of of hating of I'm supposed to be hating Arab people in, in in movies and stuff. Like I just I'm I miss hating my fellow white men. And I feel like during the Cold War and during World War II, like we could really hate fellow white men and we could just hate people for, you know, for being bad guys, not for their race. You know what I mean? Cuz we're never going to get rid of hating our fellow man, but we we can get rid of hating them for dumb reasons. Mm. So how about instead of hating people because they're Muslim or Arab, let's hate them because uh, they're dictators, you know what I'm saying? Well, if you think about racism in the United States at least, um, the real growth market is Latinos. I mean, you know, blacks, you know, you got 12, 15% tops. Uh, Latinos is the big growth. I mean, we're going to have 30% Latino population here, so you know, you should start brushing up on your Mexican slang and uh, you know, mean racist comments that, that Mexicans won't understand. Oh. But, you know, I kind of feel like maybe we should make more... I feel like there's not enough mexploitation. I like that was so racist I, that it actually wasn't funny. Well, I was actually going to say that uh, <laughs> we were, I, I feel like uh, Mexicans don't make very good bad guys in movies. Exactly. I mean, we when, need to have them be the good guys. We need other, more unless they're in, movies. Unless they're in Mexico. Like, mm-hmm. then it works great. But yeah. for some reason... I don't know if that's necessary. Well, I guess you're I mean, right, I mean, exa- right, I'm, I'm open to examples. Yeah. You're right. I was thinking immediately. I was thinking of uh, Desperado, the guy with the knives. Right. He's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Very, very ominous yeah. villain. The same mm-hmm. actor always is pretty much every good Mexican villain. But <laughs> well, Machete really opened the door for the mexploitation movie, and we need more mexploitation, mex, mexploitative movies. Mm. Mexploitative. Mexploitative. Right. Well, mexploitation that's a, that's as a, a term. term. Greg Giraldo co- yeah. coined. Right? Was that? That yeah. was a Greg Giraldo term. Oh, okay. And um, just be sure so not to use Rivera. too many not to use too many mexpletives because that's offensive. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing how things can translate though into Spanish. Um, like I was trying to uh, describe uh, euphemisms for homosexuals uh, to some Mexican guys the other day, which it, it turns out there's not a lot of euphemisms for homosexuals in Mexico. Uh, most because they just kill them. Yes, yeah, because they're, they're, uh, yeah, they're pretty straightforward about it. <laughs> yeah, they just shoot them. You're gay, oh, you're dead. Uh, but but they, so uh, pirata de culo. Uh, turns out it does translate very well, which would, which would be butt pirate. Um, one of the few that actually 
actually where it went across language. language. It actually translates as butt merchant of the sea, but you know, whatever. <laughs> the, the they funny get thing it, is, you know? is from all these stories, I'm getting I'm getting a very solid picture of your life. You're just hanging out with Mexicans and talking about getting raped and how you could call homosexual something and something that translates. So. Well, that's just Thursday night. The, well, yeah. there's, there's six more nights of the week. I mean, you that's, know? that's my question. Is this all like a narrative on one night? No, no. On Friday, it's Chinese. Um, on Saturday, he does it for the Arabs. Um, he he's, goes across the entire, um, uh, you know, intolerance Spectrum. rainbow. Yeah, he's like, well, I appreciate your ambassadorship to these, uh, you know, these representatives of their native countries. Yeah, I just like to spread it around a little bit. You know? <laughs> I mean, I like I don't want to be intolerant of any one group. In, you know, at the expense of other groups that I could also be intolerant of. Well, it's yeah. nice. Because it's about equality. Yeah. yeah you're, and you're basically saying to them, not all Americans are like this. Just me. <laughs> we'll be right back on Morning Handsome. And we're back on MorningHandsome.com. We have our three co-hosts today. Hondro Ambrose. Hello, Hondro. Hello. Sean Moses. Morning. Uh, good morning. And Caleb Hofford. Good morning. Howdy again. And of course, I am your host, Lee Sanger-Golden. Also, we have my cat here today, who is asleep in a way that kind of looks like she's dead. I mean, oh, she twitched a little bit. So, did anybody get to catch the roast of Charlie Sheen? Well, it was the big thing of like, were you going to watch the roast of Charlie Sheen, or were you going to watch him being replaced by Ashton Kutcher on his own show? So either way, he was getting roasted, whatever you're watching that night. I, I thought what was really funny is the Ashton Kutcher thing because they, they said he you know like doubled the ratings from the premiere last season. They had like 30 million people watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that that was just because everyone wanted to see Charlie Sheen die. Yeah. Not necessarily Ashton Kutcher on TV. They wanted to see if it was all just an elaborate punct that they yeah. were... It was just, just <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. You thought my show had been canceled for several years. No, we've been planning this all along that I was just going to punk Charlie Sheen on the night of his uh, roast. And... Um, I was just, I'm still waiting for it to happen. You guys are all staring at me like you're waiting for it to happen too, you know? Let's just, let's just all sit here and wait. Yeah. I was looking at you like I wanted to believe. Yeah. I don't know. William Shatner on, on the roast of Charlie Sheen. Was it good? Was it solid? Yeah. The, the whole thing was solid. I mean, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, McFarlane. Uh, Seth? Yeah, that guy. Seth McFarlane made yeah. an appearance. Oh, that's great. He's good. Taking a joke and beating it, in, beating it into the ground. Yeah, that's um, his joke. That's, that's his, his joke. joke. Uh, oh yeah, so he's Seth pretty good MC'd it, but uh, the 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 great illustrious Captain Kirk left many pauses and created many laughs. Last night we actually saw our friend Jay Houston play Captain Kirk in um, a a play version of Star Trek, which was funny. We we had a good time watching. Caleb, you yeah. saw it too. But it's funny the good three stuff. of us actually, um, uh, Hanji and Caleb and I, we were all in a. a uh, uh, the original play of Star Trek years ago at University yeah. of California, <coughs> Santa Cruz, um, which is the way I pronounce our alma mater. <laughs> Let's see if we can just skate on over those last couple of syllables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to the University of California, oh, Santa Cruz. <laughs> I went to the University of Prestigious Hippie Town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, enough about plays based on Star Trek. So Shatner was good in the... Uh, yeah, the I recommend I recommend anyone who has an internet connection to immediately pirate that shit and watch it. Okay. And if you're listening to this, I think we can all assume you do. Yeah, because we're the only ones listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that in an hour of recording, we could have one good joke. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <clears throat> 
So, um, uh, January Jones, you guys know who she is? She has like, tits. She does. She does have breasts. She is um, the star of uh, Mad Men. She plays Don Draper's first wife. Wait, wait. I, I thought it was called Mad Men. Mad, was it? Mad Men. It's actually called Mad Meme. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. As in a thing that's getting repeated over and over again. <laughs> um, so she has this ongoing thing where everyone wants to know who her baby's daddy is. Um, she has this baby, and on the birth certificate, um, it, it has nobody written down. And, like, this is a big thing because, like... Like, know, blank or the word nobody? Uh, nobody. Yeah, nobody. Second so it was, it, it was Odysseus? N- no, it was the character Nobody's from West Side Story. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, I wonder, like, if you guys could pick who January Jones's uh, baby's daddy would be. Like, who would it be? Like, who would you want to be, uh, you know... Getting down with January Jones. Um, Mine. The guy, the guy who played Mario on the 1980s Mario. Super Mario Brothers oh television show. <laughs> that would be real gross. <laughs> that guy's like he was already creepy and old then. Like he must I'm, be so I'm creepy. I'm pretty sure old he now. was dead then. He was dead then. No, well, I don't know how old the baby is, but he's been dead for a couple of years now. Oh, he must have fallen into a pit or gotten hit by a, a, a shell, an no, errant it, shell. It was a flower with teeth. Oh, it was a flower with teeth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tragic. Yeah, totally tragic. You know, so many accidents can happen when you take mushrooms and dive into the plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I really want to see like we, we didn't we didn't see enough of like the backstory of like how the, did these guys get into that world you know we know a little bit about it from the the really poor um, 90s Mario film but like I, I don't With think John Leguizamo John Leguizamo yeah John Leguizamo is in that and Bob Hoskins Bob Hoskins oh yeah he plays is he uh, Koopa yeah he's Koopa wow no, it's not Bob Hoskins. No. no, that's yeah. Bob Hoskins is the guy who plays. Yeah, Bob Hoskins is oh. the actual, the, the is, Mario. Ah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, he actually is Mario. Yeah, and Dennis Hopper is uh, Bowser. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Right. That's so John. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo yeah. yeah. okay. is the, uh, the, the 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 weeb. Small Mar- the weeble. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was. I'm sad that Daisy was. He looked like a little movie. Mexican gay Weeble. Weeble, have you ever played video games? <laughs> There's no Weeble character. Yes. <laughs> is there? Is no, there? What's a Weeble? A Weeble is a real thing. It is not actually in Mario. Well, I think for the next Mario movie, what they should do is that it's all about like the the Mario games, yeah. and like all of the different Mario characters have to get together and compete in all these different games. They have to cart. They have to tennis. They have to golf. They have to, Mario is missing. Yeah. They have to do all of the things that Mario and his clan does, and that's the whole story. Do they have to Mario well, sketch? They have to Mario sketch. I mean, it seems pretty standard for, you know, two obviously gay men in the closet to uh, be overly competitive with one another in every sport they can find. No, that's actually Kirby um, in, um, oh God, what's the other one? Bomberman. They're, they're secretly <laughs> lovers. Secret. <laughs> Kirby know, and Bomberman. I don't know if you can really con- constitute that as homosexuality, though, because... Uh, I, I think, you know, if a, if a man who drops bombs from his ass and a marshmallow fell in love... Who eats anything he yeah. could possibly yeah. see. I'm well, pretty sure that's bestiality. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or uh, hostessality. <laughs> or, <laughs> or it's Super Smash Brothers. Whatever. The thing was, was Kirby could eat anything and kind of become that, right? So what if he ate, like, a beautiful woman and became that beautiful woman? 
Whoa, yeah, I, Kirby, I, your enthusiasm. So man. Mario, oh, Mario Party, Mario Party was always one of my favorite Mario games, and uh, one of my favorite games to play is actually to come up with Mario Party games that didn't make the cut. Mario House Party. There you go. Uh, Steamroll the loser. Oh. Uh, long distance urination. Mario wristlet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Using the Wiimote. Yeah, using the Wiimote to risk slit your wrist. What? Uh, peaches pie eating contest. Daisy and Peaches Scissor Fest. <laughs> Mario's pole polishing party. Wow. Pole position pole polishing party. That's why they never came out with Super Mario pole position. <laughs> uh, Toad's Sunday Mass. That one didn't make it in. Yeah, they didn't There's really, a lot of genuflecting. Yeah, they didn't really want to get into the religion of the Mario universe, which is... <laughs> Toad's Mass Grave. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of ethnic cleansing going on in Mario World. <laughs> I would love to see like a recast of an actual historical event in Mario. So, you know, instead of taking all these flimsy sporting events, things like that, what if we actually had like a, like, you know, Nazis, like a Holocaust kind of thing, you know, like battling Nazis and Mario and Luigi are battling Nazis and Toad is Hitler, you know, and like, ah! Yeah, because the uh, kids would love that. Well, Get I mean, <laughs> wouldn't, uh, I mean, the whole thing is oh, that it'd be adorable. going back to World War II, I mean, they're Italian, they probably wouldn't be against Nazis. Oh, Maybe yeah. they're like, you know, the lone yeah, Italian, they'd be in the uh, they're the lone Italian... Yeah, there was plenty oh, maybe, of the, yeah, maybe they're, they're Italian Americans. Fighters. They're Italian yeah, exactly. Americans, and there were many Italian Americans who kicked Nazi butt in World War Two. So here's the, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But here's the thing: if Mario is on the Axis side, what other video game character would be on the Allied forces? Uh, who do you think would best represent the Allies? Oh, I would really like to see Donkey Kong in like a like a a, a patent helmet with like the stars on it, like standing in front of a American flag, just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think Yoshi would be on that, and would, and there would oh, yeah. be this great uh, emotional rift between uh, the brothers and Yoshi. Yeah, no way. Yoshi yeah, would be in the Japanese, yeah, like yeah, of course. Jo- Yoshi would I be. I mean, a... like Yoshi's standing with his Pokemon brothers. Okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Him and Squirtle and fucking Pikachu are over Wait, there. Where's the difference between Yo? Why is Yoshi more Japanese than Donkey? Because his name is Yoshi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm Donkey Kong's name a... is Donkey Kong. I'm Donkey. sorry to all the Japanese Americans who fought in World War II. And last <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, we're just ignoring that part. No, we just rounded him up and threw him into, uh, into concentration camps. Ooh. Internment camps. <laughs> it's a lot more civil when you say internment. <laughs> you want to shut your face now. Yeah, let's not let's not talk about that because that actually happened to family members of someone sitting in this room. Yeah, that's kind of why it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, but wait a minute. Uh, you know, I thought we already had there was already a, a, a an Axis like villain in the Mario universe because you have uh, Mario upside down, you have Wario. Yeah. And then, oh, right. right. And Waluigi, who seems like he'd be a good Goebbels. Right. Well, you know, Wario was really very astute, my friend. Mm-hmm. Very astute. <laughs> Wario was really good about he, he he did really some great things building the infrastructure of Wario Land, you know, and yeah, like really getting the War- economic the economics back on track. Yeah, the the like, well, no, he was, yeah, he, he didn't seem so bad at first. That's that's yeah. always how it he's is. Walt yeah. Disney from the Mirror Universe. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's Walt Disney with a mustache. <laughs> can we can we just for one moment? Uh, and uh, discuss the name Waluigi as as one of the more stupid things to yeah. ever come out yeah. of someone's mouth. Um, and why don't we have alternate universe um, like Princess Peach yeah, and, and Daisy? Mm. Why uh, is that? 
I, Why is there no like Princess Snatch or like you know? Yeah, I think we do have those. Princess it's called the... Craigslist Personals. There's tons <laughs> okay, <of them. laughs> right. right? That would be the alternate universe, Princess Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a me, a Mario. Alternate universe, a Princess Daisy. If she's from an alternate universe, it's not a really cheating. Mario. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a good point. If you if you fuck your girlfriend in an alternate universe, but it's the alternate universe version of your girlfriend, and she's like evil or something, like is that cheating? Like when you come back not. to your universe, like like if you went if to you alternate fuck- universe and and fucked alternate universe Christine and yeah. came back to regular universe and and told regular universe Christine that you fucked alternate universe Christine, would she be mad? Mm. You know what I would just say is I, I would say we had some great sex of the night. <laughs> yeah. And she'd be like, what are you talking about? She's like, I don't, like, anything about I don't that. know what and you're I'm talking like, about. And you never will. <laughs> and then she calls the police. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did she have a beard in the alternate universe? <laughs> and she where did. was it? Yeah, it was not on her face. It was between her legs. Ayo. We can cut that, right? We just did. Pubic hair <laughs> groaning. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of a punk band from Emeryville. <laughs> We're pubic hair groaning. <laughs> Only they actually spell it the way that Matt Groening spells his name, but they kind of spell it. I thought that, that their band was named Steam Pubes. Steam Pubes? No, that's the name of their first album. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's the genre of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Are you into steampunk? No, I'm way into steam pubes. <laughs> I got the Pube Steamer 3000 in my closet. <laughs> oh, we have a lot of fun here on Morning Hands. Trying to relax the curls a little bit. <laughs> We have a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Just slack the curls a little. Oh, Oh, man. So, um, there's one thing that I really wanted to talk about. I want to talk about politics, too. Okay, let's talk about politics. I always like talking about politics. Okay, let's get into it. What's what's poking your political... uh, Well, a couple of, I mean, there was a couple of interesting political events this this week. I mean, obviously, President Obama came out with a number of, uh, you know, he he finally seems like he's... um, Back on the scene, so to yeah. speak. It's kind of too little, too late to some extent, but he's kind of trying to come out there with um, some, some real concrete statements. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, we had a Republican, we had a Republican, Republican presidential debate in Florida um, the other night, uh, which mm-hmm. was interesting. All we the stuff you would expect actually, from GOP, you know, like telling people that Social Security is a Ponzi scheme, booing people because they're gay, you know. Yeah, this, <laughs> I'm sure everybody heard about the soldiers, so they showed a, you know, you, they, the, you know, in this new era of real journalistic integrity, all the questions came from YouTube. And uh, so an actual active service member who is stationed in Afghanistan, I believe, uh, wrote in a YouTube question asking about the, the candidate stance on the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And he was booed by the audience. The audience mm-hmm. booed him when he revealed his sexual preference. He said, you know, I'm a, I'm a gay soldier and I'm now able to serve openly for my country. And, you know, what do you think about the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell? And uh, Rick Santorum immediately after the booing, without addressing it, just said, um, "You know, I think that uh, I'm going to reinstate Don't Ask, Don't Tell," which you know, oh. is actually impossible because yeah, because it's, it's uh, yeah. what's it called, fucking illegal. Yeah, because it was unconstitutional <laughs> in the first place. But but it was, I mean, they they booed him, and no one, not one of the candidates, said anything. There yeah. was nothing said about it. It was just 
They let it go. And silence said a lot. And it said that they're all uh, homophobes who have never served in the military. Hey, yeah. be sure to support your troops, you damn liberal commies. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. But only yeah. if they have sex with who you should think they should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then you know, uh, they had another debate. They had the straw poll in Florida. Um, yeah, and Herman Cain and won. Herman Cain won because he distributed ten thousand pizzas. <laughs> well, he is he is like uh, what's the pizza company he's the owner of or the. The Godfather. I'm the Godfather of pizza. I'm in Cain. I'm gonna make you a presidential nominee. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you a pizza you can't refuse. Because <laughs> it'll be so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> this is so interesting. Hey, Herman Cain for president. I'm gonna make you a pizza you can't refuse. Hey, boy, Herman Cain for president. Why has that not been? Why he needs he to use that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, they um, sure. Maybe because he thinks that he's a serious candidate. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Rick Perry did really badly, though. So each of these debates, you know, yeah. Rick Perry came on. He was this huge frontrunner. Everybody was really excited about Rick Perry. You know, he's, he's Texan. He, he looks like an action figure. I mean, just Uncle to Katy Perry. Everyone was into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like Katy Perry? And so, Mitt, Mitt just like took him to the face with his mitt, yeah, exactly. dude. <laughs> Mitt just left a mushroom-shaped welt across Rick Perry's otherwise chiseled face. face. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Just left some Nazco lines of crop circles of cock across his face. I read, I read a report. I read a little segment, a little uh, snippet of commentary from the Sunday News. You know, and and Britt Hume, who's a Fox News anchor, actually said, "Yeah, Rick Perry really did throw up all over (laughs) himself." (laughs) (laughs) He truly did. I mean, that guy is, is a joke. Um, but, <laughs> and, I, and, and we're I mean, And I mean Brit Hume. I mean Brit Hume. <laughs> so uh, three guys walk into a bar. Rick Perry. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, no? Peter. Oh, did you hear about uh, Sarah, the fake Sarah Palin and fake George Bush that like did a musical number yeah, at, a, at like a convention event? And people like um, uh, like when she first came out. I forget what the name of the the actress is. Patty something. Yeah. When she first Patsy, came out, everyone Patsy Gilbert, Patsy Gilbert, right? And then the other guy's no, name was Joe Joe Morgan uh, or John Morgan, I think is the name of the Bush impersonator. And it actually reminds me of this time where I actually that's saw just John Bush. That's just George Bush just performing. George Bush. That's just his stage name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just his stage name. That's what he does. Now. He's just, hey guys, mm-hmm. you know I decided that uh, there wasn't so much for uh, for me to do in Texas, so I decided to be an impersonator of myself. And I still can't fucking figure it out. <laughs> well, I like at this one convention they have, they have a dancing Palin and dancing G.W. Bush. It's like, thank you for the both of you for reminding us of the golden years of the Republican Party. <laughs> I know, seriously. It was, like a, it was like a Mel Brooks scene. Springtime for Palin. Uh, but it reminds me of this time, I went to this convention where they had um, a couple of like guests. And one of the guests was, they had fake George W. Bush. And then they also had real Bill Clinton... And, like, real Bill Clinton was, like, so much more funny than fake George Bush. Um, But, uh, yeah, and real George Bush... It's weird how an actual president might have more charisma and interesting stories than a guy who pretends to be a shitty president. Yes. Although I did walk out on uh, Bill Clinton's speech. What? I walked out. Bill Clinton is definitely one of the most charismatic people I have ever heard speak. Yeah, but then he started saying some bullshit about WikiLeaks. 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 I, I I went to a very I got I was fortunate enough he came to Los Gatos when he was president and uh, they had a small dinner for him at a at the California P, or at the the California Cafe which is a restaurant. 
and um, I got to go to it, and it was, uh, he, I mean, he's just, like, he fills a room. I mean, like, it's amazing. He's really He fills his room by pulling out his dick. Yeah, exactly. No, he's just really, I mean, I, 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 I hate to say this, I'm normally a very sarcastic, sardonic person, and really will rip on anyone, and, and don't really think anyone is worth their time, but... Um, but I, I have to say I was very impressed by Bill Clinton. I do love Bill Dog. And I do how love was Bill he Dog, in bed? You know, I, I, I'm still, it's, I still have fond memories. You still find little pieces of cigar in your ass. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, he like... Occasionally when I smell the smell of freshly rolled tobacco, I, uh, my, my asshole puckers a little bit. <laughs> right. Well, you know, he, uh, he, he did have some interesting things to say, but then he just started spouting this crap that was like, obviously this was stuff that built that uh, Hill Dog had told him to say because the WikiLeaks had made her look bad. And so he just started like ripping on that. It had nothing, to, I won't talk about what the conference was about, but what he was talking about just had nothing about it. Um, I had nothing to do with it. And I really just wanted to leave and go do something else. So I was walking out and there was about, there were several thousand people at the event and they were all just like sitting there wrapped and there was just one guy and I was probably the youngest person there just walking out of this event and like they all kind of looked at me like, what's your problem? I was like, I don't know, what's your problem? You just listen to what this fucking guy has to say and uh, I'm hungry. So, um, something is shaking my building right now. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. It's quite strange. It's strange. Well, I'm I'm glad that you couldn't take the time to uh, to listen to someone who might have a, something good to say. Just and I like how you were discreet about the conference. It's like I won't yeah. tell you what it's about. Are you embarrassed to let people know it was a sales a Salesforce conference? Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was a Cloudware conference about Salesforce. Lee, like. Lee was like, I'm I feel too good for Bill Clinton. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was just some boring shit, and he was like toting the family line, and I was just like, I don't agree with what you're saying, and it's not interesting. The family. What was way more interesting was that was, he was carrying it while him. Bill Clinton was late, while he was late, they brought out Stevie Wonder and like who interviewed the, the guy who like started the conference or, or vice versa. And like, and like they were holding hands the whole time. It was like the weirdest that thing. That was because otherwise Stevie and Wonder then, gets lost. Exactly. Well, he, they were holding hands, but they were sitting there. And then, <laughs> but Bill Clinton came in and bear hugged Stevie Wonder. And so like after that, there was really nowhere for this thing to go. Like I had seen it all. Like, my life was pretty much over. Like, I just saw President Clinton bear hug Stevie Wonder. And then well, just, like, this, this, this cross-racial, like, man brace was just so beautiful. I, I like, teared up. And then I just left because I wanted some fucking cheeseburger. I like how, you know, they've just got this room full of A-list, you know, musical and political celebrities. They're like, oh, well, the President of the United States isn't going to be here. So let's see. Who, who do we have on, on reserve? <laughs> oh, Stevie Wonder. We'll just go ahead and bring Stevie Wonder out. Yeah. But the, it, yeah, you it's can so just weird. imagine like a green, like a waiting room in the back with like a number sign and a bunch of like famous people sitting around on couches, like a scene from like the scene from Beetlejuice, and they're all mm-hmm. like holding numbers, waiting for them to be called. I'm yeah. sorry, Anthony Michael Hall, you're gonna go ahead and have to. Wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now serving number three, Anthony Michael Hall looks down six million. For right, <laughs> and then fake fake George W. Bush has three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This year they had Metallica, which was so dumb. I, I, I that I didn't. Even, How do you know you didn't even go? I didn't even go to walk out. Like, you know, I, I, I wish that I had seen them at the conference though, so I could have said like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't like your music, but I used to download it on Napster anyway because I hate you guys. <laughs> Something tells me they would be surrounded by many large men that would disallow you from getting that close. Yeah, sometimes it's surprising how close you can get to celebrities though. Like that one time I got into an elevator with the guy from Rent, even though his security guys were there, and I pretended like I didn't know who he was. And then I was like, oh, hey, you're that guy from Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they re-released The Lion King? 
Yeah. Uh, it's doing really well at the box office. Yeah, yeah, they said, okay, so so for the second week in a row, weekend in a row, a 17-year-old movie was number one. Well, technically, it's based on Hamlet, so it's like a like you know four hundred year old movie, but whatever. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> who the fuck is spending twelve fucking dollars to go see the Lion King? People with kids with glasses yeah. on. Moms, moms kids. who saw it in the nineties exactly. when they were like when they were girls, and now they have kids. And uh, they want to see. I'll tell you what. I, go buy some cheap reading glasses from the drugstore. Put your kids down on the couch. Put the Lion King on and make them wear the glasses. Okay? Pick up the cat. Shove it the cat in your kid's face. <laughs> <laughs> While going, ah, zavenya, humana mifama. And, you know, call it a day. Paint yourself black. No, I'm just Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like a monkey. Like a monkey. Oh, no, like, oh, no. This is not no. working. Yeah, I was not wondering where he better. was going with that. I was like, oh, let him finish. Paint yourself orange like an orange tange. I kind of feel like more animals should just be like named after the color that they are. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? No Unlike the orangutan, yep. which is not at all named after the color orange. Isn't it orange? Yes, it has orange fur, but that's not why it's called an orangutan. Why yeah, is that? That has not nothing orange. to do with orange. <laughs> um, like, it has everything to do with it because that's the way people think. Because if you look at an no, orangutan, that's the way you. Think. That's why, yeah, you say that's <laughs> the way people think. I'm a people. Think. I'm Three a people. Four people in this room don't think that way. Out of the one who does. So. Uh, why doesn't it? What does it have to do with then? Orang is well, the type of species of. I don't know. Well, I mean, even that, even that, no, I mean, it's even, orange. What, no, no, no. An orange is in orange the Orange is a no word in there. English. Yeah. Orangutan is a word that comes from Latin. So, I mean, they don't even Which have the no same root. Which no one speaks in And it's Latin for orange monkey. <laughs> so that's a valid <laughs> Oh, you know what? That's a really valid point, Lee. Because no one speaks it, that means it's invalid. <laughs> You're pretending that I'm making this a valid point. No one I'm speaks binary. orangutans. And uh, I'm going to call them orangutan because they're orange. And uh, also oranges are called oranges because they're orange. And also orange is called orange because it looks like it's the color of an orange. Caleb, can we get some binomial nomenclature up in here? That's how Lee invented the English language, everybody. If you're, if you're thinking, you know, how did this language no, come Pedro, out? It's really stupid. I didn't invent it. I just perfected do you, it. Do you guys want to know actually where orangutan yeah, came from? Please. No. Yes, yeah, well, I, I know do. you're going to read. <gasps> yeah, it's from the, uh, we'll from right the Malay. And we're back on Morning Handsome. And everyone's mad at me because I didn't read what orangutan came from. All right. You're a dick. Because I'm a dick. You're right. willing to talk about it for five minutes, but you're unwilling to actually uh, yeah. hear the reality. And you're willing to like turn off the recording when someone else has something to say. I mean, that's just... It's a joke. Oh, my god. Jokes are normally funny. Caleb, would you feel better if you were allowed to read the origins of orangutan? Well, I, I feel that our audience wants to know, Lee? even if one Lee, person okay? in the room does not. Guys, we don't have an audience. All right, yeah, let's read orangutan. Princess wants to know... <laughs> It's from the Malay, orang-utan, literally, man of the woods. Oh, okay. Funny how little that has to do with orange. Except that it sounds exactly fucking like it, and it's orange. Oh, well, clearly because it came from a different language that has a similar homophone to, uh, to ours. Well, you're assuming that most people are smart enough to look things up. I'm assuming that Lee can never admit that he's wrong. (laughs) Oh, I'm totally wrong, but it still makes more sense that we should call orangutans orangutans because they're orange, because, uh... That makes more sense. That's why we should call black people blacks or Negroes because they're black. <laughs> I don't call them either of those things. I call oh, them. Oh yes, that makes. We'll me... be right back on board. That makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so uh, Saudi women are allowed to vote in the next election. How about that? That's good. Can't get any worse over you know, there. You <laughs> know, I don't think that's actually going to happen, though. Uh, yeah, as long as they vote for the king. They, no, they, they said, it's like, oh yeah, the king said, they, he, they're gonna, you, you, you're all going to get to vote, ladies. Yeah. Uh-huh. As long as you happen. go to the voting well, no, station yeah, with a man who is uh, exactly. your husband as or your brother. Your and you let him you fill out your ballot for you and put it in the box. Well, no, no, then no. They, to vote. they all get to vote. They're just not going to count the votes. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what what's the what are they voting for? There's a fucking king. <laughs> well, the thing is, is they also like they vote for what the king what the king's gonna wear. I would say I would say first you know? first bill uh, on there is so these niqabs. Do we really have to wear these or come on? It's it's hot over here. Yeah, mm. niqabs. You know the full face hijabs. No, I thought it was niqab was the full face thing. No, I think it's a hijab. Caleb, would you so like to uh, would you like to give us the uh, root of this? Uh, uh, Oh my no, god! So this Andre show take is, this is, is just going to be a whole, is just going to be guys, people on their iPads, guys looking up things. stuff with, on their iPad. Yeah. Hey, you should be happy that you have at least two people on here that care about getting the facts right. Right. Just well, ultimist it. Well, or at least as right as Wikipedia will tell you. Yeah. Hijab. Okay. Hijab. Look at hijab shopping online. Hundreds of styles to choose from. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Hundreds of styles of hijabs to choose from. You can cover your head or you can cover your head. <laughs> wait, 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 it took you to a shopping link? Yeah. Now available in <laughs> Now available in oppression. By Calvin Klein. Eternity for face covering. <laughs> Unforgettable is what that is. It's pretty forgettable, actually, because you never get to see them. So yeah, it's, it's unlike orangutans, like, we can mm, see at a zoo mm. and also see that they have orange fur. Did you meet my sister? I don't know. I couldn't see her. Oh, look at her! She has the most beautiful eyebrows I've ever seen. Oh, look at her! She really has a nice silhouette. Brow. <laughs> <laughs> the color of her skin patch looks delicious. Whoa, yeah. all right. I literally because saw a tumbleweed all... go by. <laughs> because you can only it. see a patch of skin. It actually came out of Caleb's ass. <laughs> to our credit, right this isn't any worse than the second Sex of the City movie, which was pretty much <laughs> which was pretty much this just this joke. Yeah. <laughs> One joke and a camel. Yeah, and a camel. Uh, hey, don't talk about Sarah Jessica Parker that way. Oh, oh yeah, it's true. She's a horse anyway. You're right, right. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't there like a website or something where it's like... Uh, Which quadruped is Sarah Jessica <laughs> no, it's Parker? Like a, it's, like Sarah, it's like Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse or something. And it's, yeah, there's like there a website is. where it says like Sarah, is. Is, Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse. There is. And uh, she, uh, she she has a horse face. And they just show she pictures does. of her next to horses and say <laughs> she looks like a horse. Um, Come on, Sarah Jessica Parker is beautiful, guys. That's what that's what real women look like. Yeah, I mean horses. Horses, horses are beautiful. <laughs> real women look like horses. Yeah, what if we were all just like so warped by movies that like you know we like we go into a movie with like our wives and girlfriends and like oh they look so beautiful and then we turn to the screen and then we turn back and then they're just like there's like a whole bunch of Dude, did you see that that Daniel Craig uh, ad that I linked to on Facebook? I oh. sent you the link. Um, it's like a Daniel Craig ad with Judy Dench narrating, and it's about <laughs> women equality in Britain. And so Daniel Craig walks up to the to the camera as Judy Dench is you know voicing over about how uh, you know women are not you know equal in the workplace and they're still suffering from domestic violence and blah blah. blah. And then all of a sudden you know he goes he walks off camera and he comes back in full drag, 
while Judy Dench is still narrating, he walks up to the camera, takes his wig off, and just stares at the camera in full drag. Wow, that is for re, like thirty yeah, seconds. Re, re-emphasizing his rough trade status. Yeah, it <laughs> is one of the eeriest fucking things so, I have ever. I, seen. I really want to. I, I want to know. How, do you think uh, Dame, the Dame Judy Dench, and uh, Daniel Craig? Uh, you think they? You think they did it? I oh, hope so. I, hope I, so. I think so. All right, well, we're, we're gonna check this out. Uh, why? Why do you? Why are you ruining the rest of my day, Sean? <laughs> That image will not easily leave. And for those of you who can't hear what's being shown on the screen, we're, we're actually yeah, watching the they video. Can hear it. They can hear it. Shh, they can hear it. not allowed to talk while this is fine <laughs> no, we're, we we're, we're all very wrapped it's now yeah it's just i'm done. just not talking because daniel craig is so handsome like i know him. i was saying the same thing <laughs> mm, pregnant sir uh daniel craig is wearing a uh, a light blue t- uh, t- or uh, button-up shirt with a skinny is that a black tie it seems like so, a single breast of black his eyes seem to peer into my soul yeah they're saying that uh women can lose their jobs from being impregnated by Daniel oh my Craig. God, here it comes. Oh, there he goes. Uh-oh. James Bond is going to dress up like a woman. Question is, would you fuck woman Daniel Craig before seeing it? Yes. Yes. Wow. He's, he <laughs> walks pretty well in heels. That is the darkest looking woman <laughs> I've ever seen. No, let me get a closer. Wow. Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh. Take that, Matthew Broderick. The best part is he stands exactly the same way as yeah. when he was wearing a suit. Now he just looks like Eddie Izzard. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful cheekbones. Yeah. That's actually Judy Dench's clothing. (laughs) That's actually Judy Dench's tits. Those are actually Judy Dench's tits. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, that's actually Judy Dench's tits. She's got a unitit. Her tits is Daniel Daniel Craig crying? Yeah. Just on the inside because he's wearing a fucking dress and he's James Bond. How long do you think it took before he like took all that clothing off? I don't. You know what? You know what? The, the real thing is that somewhere Roger Moore is watching. It's going, why did they let me do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really glad that you guys could all see that because that was, uh, yeah, that was something exceptional. Yeah. So uh, uh, search Daniel Craig drag PSA if you haven't seen that. It's it, yeah. it's pretty great. Um, but you know, James Bond. Has worn many different outfits over the years, but I don't. Th- I don't think he's ever dressed in drag. Like I think that's the first drag we've ever seen James Bond. We've seen James Bond's villains dress in drag. Now, Bond, you may think that these are normal fake breasts, but they're actually C4 explosives. Genius, Q. Now, what do these heels do? Well, those are those are just heels. Oh, great! I'm gonna look they fabulous. Make, they make your calves look beautiful. <laughs> you mean more beautiful, Q? <laughs> Now, this lipstick over here, Q, what does this do? Uh, that's actually an arsenic-laced lipstick. If you ever get in trouble, Bond, please use it immediately. Ingenious. That's Viagra-laced lipstick. As soon as you <laughs> suck on someone's cock, it will keep it hard for four hours. <laughs> Remember, James, you're doing this for your country. <laughs> the things I do for England. Dress up like a woman. Put arsenic and old lace on my face. <laughs> And then Ashton Kutcher comes out and was like, oh, punk you, Bond, we actually thought you had to do this. 
No, no. Yeah. No, no. callback. No mm. one for the callback. No, that was a good callback. That was a good callback. I'd like to see actually. That was a good callback to 2002. I'd like to see Ashley Kutcher get punched. Uh, I mean, I mean no. <laughs> yes. yes. And, and we're done talking about Ashley Kutcher because nothing will ever be as funny as that. Yeah. Um. Well, what else did we need to talk about today? It's a lot of weird things. Mm. Well, we were so organized heading out, we had such a great list of uh, topics. And, uh, oh, Al Gore spilled the beans on the iPhone 5. Yes. They were like... Shortly his... after he invented the internet, <laughs> yeah, he prophesied the release of the iPhone 5. Uh, yeah, like, yeah it, it, it took a genius like Al Gore to figure out that the iPhone 5 was coming out a year after the iPhone 4. <laughs> yeah, it took a genius to figure out that Apple releases products every year at the same, <laughs> at the time. same fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Him and every other website on the internet. I just really can't wait to slip that iPhone 5 into the pocket of my Banana Republic chinos just mm-hmm. to really like feel my douchey yuppiness. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Yeah. Because I'm still under contract. You're like, I'm still under contract and I, I wear khakis, not chinos. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a solar panel, a uh, solar powered um, iPhone uh, for charger now, which is the dumbest thing in the world because... Well, well, they've had solar. I mean, you can buy solar-powered uh, USB charging platforms for anything. No, it's a case. It's yeah. a case. You put a case oh, on your yeah, iPhone. I've seen that. Yeah, it's that's like, why so, it's idiotic. It's yeah, so nice. dumb because oh, yeah, leave your phone in the sun. Yeah, exactly. To get your, why don't you just plug it the fuck in? Yeah, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna leave it on the dashboard of my car, so it can charge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. While I'm in the store. Meanwhile, I'm also It'll gonna get leave some cash yeah. out. You know, and a sign that says "Steal me, please." And rape and rock my children. But if and you did get trapped on a desert island, this would be great. And there's nothing better, obviously, for uh, for technology than to be heated up to 116 degrees. It's cool. That was just a lar- It was a, an extra large version of a JFK of half dollar that I got in Dealey Plaza. And you know what's you know what's funny that there's actually two museums in Dealey Plaza where JFK was shot. There is the JFK museum, but there's also a Holocaust museum. Wait, he went to both the museums the day he was shot. <laughs> yeah, he went to the, he went to his own assassination museum. <laughs> you think he would have canceled the trip after seeing all that shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, especially after the first after he got shot once, you would think it would surprise he would go on to another museum. I'm just surprised <laughs> yeah. that there was a museum in Texas that was so progressive. I know it's serious. well, it was a Holocaust denial museum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I meant the fact that they had a JFK uh, assassination museum oh. before he Wow. Died. Well, denying the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, it's a pretty good way to go out on the show. I think I think, I think that that's great. <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, uh, thank you for coming on to Morning Handsome. We've had a fun time this week. Uh, we've had more headphones plugged in than last week, which is good. Be sure to look for Morning Handsome on such websites as liberalgaleradio.com, morninghandsome.com, and murphyslaw.com. Murphy's Law. Everything that could possibly get fucked up will happen in Lee's apartment. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. Handsome Headquarters over here in sunny Oakland, California. So check us out on the web. That's actually liberalguiltradio.org. And we are um, in pledge week right now. So um, that just means just listen to our show. That's really all we want. We don't need your fucking money. We all have jobs. We just want you to listen to our shit. No, no, no. They should listen to the show while buying something right buy something that you think we would like actually lee you know if you say it's pledge week that just means no one 
listen. No one <laughs> Thank God for podcasts. But it's funny that I was talking to someone about this, how they increasingly get desperate over the, the course of the pledge. You know, at first it's like, hey, call in now, give your donation, and, you know, we'll give you a book. Or like, and then, like, the next week, like, call in now, not only will we give you the book, but you'll get the CD. And then the next week, like, call in now, not only will you get the book, but you'll get the CD, you'll get the DVD, you'll get the, the emergency Aton radio. And then you'll get our intern named Steve. And right. then call in now, and Ira Glass will suck your cock exactly. in the parking lot of KQED. That, that, then the, by the last week, it, just, it gets so desperate that it's just like, listen. If, just if you donate now, we'll suck your dick. Just just come on down to the studio. Get we'll get under the desk. No we'll kiss. Hi, my name is Ira Glass. If you call in and donate, I will suck your cock. This week on This American Life, yeah. I'm desperate. I have a great job, but I still have to beg for money on the street like a prostitute. Next on This American Life. Um, yep. So on that note, I'm glad that we're in podcasting and not public radio. Uh, have fun with that, Jesse Thorne. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to go to the ballpark and watch opera, which makes about as much sense as... Um, Watching a baseball game inside an opera house? <laughs> yeah, which would actually be pretty awesome. Yeah. They should we, do the natural, the opera. <laughs> can we put Troy Davis or this podcast out of its misery? Poor Troy Davis. Oh, poor this podcast. <laughs> Both have such bad luck. We'll see you next week on Morning Handsome. Bye-bye, folks.